Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are. This is Jed, you are listening to another episode of ACT's Third Stage Podcast. Sam, unfortunately, is not with us tonight. He is out with some family obligations, but I am here, and I have sat down with three of the four directors of ACT's annual Night of One Acts event, which is happening this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, August 15th, 16th, and 17th, in the ACT2 Black Box. That's at 809 Barrow, right next door to the ACT main stage. $5 at the door, check or cash, gets you four shows. Four shows for the price of one, featuring comedy, romance, drama and a little bit of spooky terror. And so we've got four very talented directors, including two first-time directors at ACT working on this uh, working on this year's production, Adam Singleton, Stacy Love, Gloria Ramirez, and Jeremy Mata. I sat down with Gloria, Stacy, and Adam, and we talked for a good while about the shows. And even though Jeremy could not join us, we did talk a little bit about our show. So have a listen, uh, learn about these shows, enjoy our lively at times rambling conversation and be sure to come out this weekend to the act2 black box theater thursday friday saturday night and see a night of one acts this is always a a fun production every year i've been a part of it a couple of times i've the very first thing that i saw at act was a night of one Act. well we talk about that later in the show we talk about a lot in the show so i'm gonna stop talking and get to it I'm going to start. Okay. Okay, so let's uh, leap right into this. We'll go around the table this way. The audience can't see what I'm d- indicating, but they don't need to because I'm talk- doing that for your benefit. Um, and introduce who we have here with us tonight. Uh, my name is Adam Singleton, and I am directing the first play in the lineup for our Night of One Acts, Waiting by Ethan Cohen. Yes, that one. That's what I was going to say. It's like, yes, one of the, uh, the Cohen that you know. I am Stacy Love. I'm directing the last show in the lineup, uh, The Unnameable by Jeff Rack, based on a Lovecraft story by the same name. Yes, that one. That <laughs> yes, that Lovecraft. Um, I'm Gloria Ramirez. I am directing the second show of the evening, In the Tank, uh, written by Rosemary Tuhi. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> Good enough. Yes. And that. Yes. <laughs> that one. Yes, that tank. That tank. Yeah. And those lobsters. And those lobsters. Which means, so, uh, by the way, it's about lobsters, so I mean like a, a tank with water in it, not a Sherman tank. Not a war tank. tank. Yeah, this is yeah. lobsters. Although so, lobsters driving a Sherman tank could be... Well, it's not too late. I don't know what's You've happening. let the secret out. Yeah. How that are you going to get a Sherman ending. tank? That was amazing walking in on your rehearsal tonight and seeing a full-size Sherman tank in the black box. Right. Like, How did you I even know. get that in here? Hey, Where are we going to the- put the audience? It's yeah. theater magic, baby. Yeah. Theater yeah. magic. Even more impressive is that you have 10 minutes to get on, this, on the set for your show and then 10 minutes to get off for the next show. It just assembles easy. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, kind of together, yeah, kind of it was thing. amazing. Well, who needs them? Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the one the other show that is in the lineup for a night of one acts is called Frida and Diego, directed by Jeremy Mata, who is not here. So we'll say just real quickly, it's a story about Frida and Diego. Yeah. That's Frida Kahlo, Kahlo and Diego Rivera, the famous Mexican painters, mm-hmm. who had a tumultuous. Love relationship, affair. yeah. They're, uh, I actually just got finished listening to a podcast about them, so I'm oh, very educated oh, and an expert. I'm just like, oh, I didn't know they were real. 
Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was there Selma Hayek played is. Frida Kahlo in... Or, I mean, I reckon... Maybe, yeah, like, 20 now. years ago now. Now do you say it's not... Was it been? Like, oh. Was it in the late 90s or early 2000s? Mm-hmm. Was it mid-2000s? I thought it was mid... Maybe it's not as old as I was thinking Because I remember was. there was a little something about... Because they wanted... A love scene uh, between her and another woman. Yeah, that's and right. It was a big kind of to do about that because it wasn't originally in the script or something. Yeah. But then they were trying to, you know, finagle Selma to do to it. To do it anyway. She's Selma Hayek. And, right. You know, the yeah, she yeah. directors just wanted to see that. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Didn't need to be part of the chart. But yeah, they were uh, seminal painters of Mexico and and uh, two very different types of art, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were married, and uh, it was a mess yeah. <laughs> because Diego liked uh, women a lot. And I think he had that line from what I've seen. He, yeah. says, he says that he likes women. So it's so quite confirmed. a lot. <laughs> and Frida, uh, he, he she, I think Diego, Diego's art was known more for being outward and like expressive of larger concepts and, and national uh, Mexican nationality. Whereas Frida who had, was more introspective. Yeah. And she, she had, she had suffered some pretty horrific injuries from yes. a yeah, bus wreck. Crushed her spine, like she was really hurt. She was impaled by a metal bar through the lady bits. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, she had a yeah. Yeah, she was was bedridden for a very long time, which is when she started like painting. Painting, yeah. And so while while Diego's artwork was uh, great and large, she drew largely from her own pain and her own self self to to create artwork. So she would draw. Not learn that by watching Coco. No, that's true. <laughs> no, they that didn't talk true. much about uh, Frida Kahlo and Coco. But she was there. She was there because she is a very important figure in Mexican history. And you yeah. can, I know that you can go and you can see like where she lived, and they have yeah. like a garden and stuff, like where she used to sit. And, and yeah. Everything. So she's she's a really really interesting figure. And they have all her like corsets that she handmade herself oh, yeah. and decorated and everything because she always had to wear a corset just to for keep her, her body in yeah together. <laughs> and so she made that part of her art since she always had to wear them. So she started making those part of her art. And so they're design, on display so. too. Yeah, That's really cool. cool. So Jeremy there, you, uh, you aren't here, but we still talked up your show and hopefully, yeah, people will be interested in that. Yeah. I am now. <laughs> I, I recognize the names after you said like their full names. Right. I'm like, Oh wait. Yeah. I recognize that. It was the movie where they gave Selma Hayek the unibrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that's very, very, pre- like, she was proud of that. That was part yeah, of yeah. her identity is having that yeah. magnificent brow line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. So, we should, we should bring that back. Unibrows? Yeah, we should just bring in general? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure our makeup artist can fix that. Yeah, yeah we can just, like, glue some... Mm-hmm. Little eyelash. She's actually got it covered. Do we want to go ahead and like uh, say who 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 do we have in in Jeremy's cast playing Frida and Diego? We got Sarah Gonzalez and Thomas Madrid. Sarah Gonzalez, who uh, if you saw She Loves Me a while back, mm-hmm. she was in that. She was also in Tim Chip's one act, uh, not last year but the year before last. Mm-hmm. The, she was the one that he wrote that uh, I assent, uh, assistant directed. I might add. <laughs> Wasn't she in Newsies too? She may have. Because he was I think waiting she's been in, for I him to like, be done with news. Yeah, I feel like she's something. been in a couple of things at the Paramount. Mm-hmm. But what matters is what she's done here at ACT. That's right. <laughs> I think, is this oh, Tomas' first? No, no, no. Tomas was in... Uh, 
over the tavern. Or not over the tavern, but he was in King of the Moon. King of the, oh, the sequel. Okay. For some reason, I thought. Yeah, because Richard was in Over the Tavern, oh, right. and okay, then okay, Richard's okay. character died between plays, yeah. and so he's the the he's new the boyfriend. New, he's the oh. step, he's the step. And I think that oh. may have been that was I think was Tomas's first show with us was. And that was Moon. with with Jen, his wife. So that's, that's right cool. with with yes. Jen, who is uh-huh. his actual real wife. Yeah. And I, he was amazing, and Jen was, was amazing. Really, yeah. I, I will so, always be so good sad that we never did the third Pazinski show because those were both. Incredible. I heard the the third one is really sad though, and really. I believe it. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I believe it. I believe it. They're trying to figure out whether to put the put the little boy in. Oh, he's a man now into like a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. So look those shows up sometime, people. uh, Tom Dudzik's Tales of the Pazinski Family, Over the Tavern, King of the Moon, and what, Last Night at St. Casimir's or something like that. But anyway, that's those aren't the shows we're putting on right yeah, now. Yeah, those are not important <laughs> at the moment. But man, they were good. Oh no, we're doing it live. <laughs> wow. Going wow, thanks for the warning. You put me on a, a live podcast. That was yeah. we're, we're actually not, No, we're not doing this live. I just mean I'm not cutting anything. I People know. want the conversation. That's right. It's crazy. They want the real you. So now that we've, they, we've they talked. They can't handle the real me. <laughs> yeah. Jed just rolled his eyes. Yeah, no. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, Jed is rolling his eyes. That is the relationship between me and Stacy very much. That's the. Uh... But um, so we've, we've talked about shows that we're not doing. We talked about Jeremy's show that will be one of the shows in the lineup for Night of One Acts. Adam, why don't we talk about your show? Since we went around this way before, we'll go around this way again. Yay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, mine is by, uh, like I said, one half of the Coen brothers, uh, famous, uh, film, uh, directors. And this is, um, imagine if, uh, the Coen brothers did the good place in the NBC. <laughs> um, like, I already liked it. I like the Coen brothers and I yes. really liked the good place. So, so. you're going to really like this. Right. It's, it's like, um, Sartre and Beckett uh, meets Abbott and Costello. Um, you know, it's 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 very much, um, and I, and I don't want to give too much away, but right. just because there is a whole journey that you get to go on. But essentially, um, you have uh, Nelson played by Cecilia Goad, traditionally a male role, but she nailed it in audition. So I'm like, Nelson's a woman now. Um, <laughs> And that's how easy change is, people. Right, yeah. exactly. Embrace it. <laughs> um, she wakes up in a waiting room. Uh, there's a receptionist there, played by Chelsea Dells. And uh, Nelson, CC, notices that uh, there's no door and comes to the conclusion that she's dead. Is this hell? No. Is this heaven? No. So I'm in purgatory. How long do I have to wait? 812 years. But it turns out that purgatory is very bureaucratic, very unorganized. This does sound like a Cohen story. It is, the more you talk about are it, typos. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's very. You 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 get the Cohen brothers are fantastic as small characters. Just thinking yeah. about um, No Country for Old Men, the shopkeeper, and then like the woman at the. At the, I think it's the hotel or something. That's a great like you get all these small characters, and that's really what you're getting in this. You have your main character Nelson, but you have all these small characters who they're only on there for a little bit, but they make a big impact. They mm-hmm. feel very like well-rounded and all that. So the the coins bring their 
ability to write this great small characters to the stage, which is excellent. I said the Coens, it's one Cohen. Joel, as far as I know, didn't have anything to do with this one. <laughs> but Joel actually doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's all Ethan, everything they've ever done. That's not true. I, I have I'm no just idea. Saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, like what? I'm like, I don't no, know. I'm not saying that. that that's not true at all. Like the cheerleader in the back going, yeah. yay! I feel like I they just, both have their own small go. like side yeah, projects. I th- I th- yeah, yeah, that's probably more accurate than what I said. Yeah, yes. they, both, they both do their own things. I, that's actually how I found this. Yeah, is I was looking up. You know what? Did I miss any Coen Brothers movies? Mm. And so I was looking up what have they written, and I found. Ethan Cohen's written plays. He's written a whole what? collection of one X. <gasps> well, time to get this. Yeah. And so I found this. It's in a collection of three uh, called Almost an Evening. It's hmm. meant to be put on as a night of one X, but that'd be um, just to do the Cohen shows. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. That would be, that'd fun. be really fun. I took the most PG. <laughs> right, 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 right. The, so, so this one <laughs> is very much. You start off. The evening with existential dread, um, which is also because sounds very Cohen. We start off with existential dread for this one because I'm first, right? <laughs> also the shortest. Mine's 15 minutes, so it's like a little, nice little appetizer. <laughs> um, but now that we've got you contemplating your mort- mortality. <laughs> just move on to the show about wait. the lobsters that are about to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this, don't give it away. And then let's do the horror story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird night of theater, which I am so on board for. Yay. Which is, yeah, and, and that's kind of what we do over in the black boxes. Is, is yeah. A little more. <laughs> Here's the weird stuff that we want to do that no one else is going to let us right. do. And it's not necessarily that we'd go into the one acts every year deciding, like, let's just find really weird shows. It's 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 more what? that the one acts are open to weird shows if that's what we pick this yeah. year. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. And we did. Yeah. It, Weird and really Frida and Diego is the most grounded. Yes. <laughs> like, like they have this nice, lovely, like love story, and then there's lobsters and existential <laughs> dread and Lovecraft and just like. <laughs> so talking of Lovecraft in the middle, you got this nice little love story. Painters. Painters, yeah. So talking of Lovecraft, uh, Stacy, why don't you tell us about the unnameable? Well, it's unnameable. It is. Oh. Um, it is a it is a <coughs> play based on the Lovecraft short story, unnameable. But it kind of starts uses that short story as a jumping off point, and it's changed some of the details. Um, but we have two archaeologists: one who's a field archaeologist, and the other one is his dealer who sells the goods. I thought that was going to go somewhere. Yeah, like, he's the guy that sells the stuff on the black not, market. So yeah, this, is, this, is, this is not a Dr. Jones kind of uh, archaeologist. This is a grave robber. This is basically a grave robber. Yeah. yeah, no, and I mean, he is robbing graves. They talk about a grave they robbed in Matagalpa down in Nicaragua. 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 Thank you. I could not say that word. I was just, I was listening to another podcast today about the Iran-Contra affair, and they were also having trouble saying the word Nicaragua. I have never had trouble saying that word before. (laughs) Um, We'll just stick with Matagalpa. How about that? Right. Um, So they are on a quest. One, one has a lot of knowledge. The other does not know. And you find out throughout the course of the the play, um, 
Howard, the archaeologist who's been out in the field and who's gone around the world chasing artifacts. He's a duck. Yes. yes. Oh, this Gosh. is in the MCU. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. His girlfriend's yeah. Leah Thompson. Yeah. Leah Thompson. Oh wow. Are we going to get a cameo from Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Cece is playing Leah Thompson in this. Um, wow. Wow. Oh, Howard. Oh, Howard. I am so sorry, you guys, for listening to this co- this podcast. This one's the strangest one I've been on. <laughs> This is not. I think she's <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, so you've got two grave robbers. Two grave robbers in a graveyard. Um, they are like like you do, yeah. Yeah, that's... like you do in a graveyard after in the middle of the night, um, on a, a reasonably chilly night, I guess. And um, Joel, who's played by Tyler Sparks, is relatively unhappy to be out of bed and being drug around by Howard, who hasn't told him what's going on. And Joel's really just trying to figure out what he can sell and what he can profit off of this situation. Howard is uh, rather frantic because as you find out, there is a curse and Howard wants to lift the curse. Um, But the things that must be done to lift this curse. The things that must be done. (laughs) They're super ooky. <laughs> it's a double dare challenge they have to do. Yes, <laughs> they get to the graveyard and find the that Mark Summers has hidden the flag at the, the bottom nose. of a crypt up a giant nose, and they've only got 15 seconds to get down there and get the flag out. And then you have to go down the Sunday slide. Yes. And then it's just, oh, it's a mess. Yes. It's a real mess. Um, it's super yes. sloppy. Bring so, it back. Bring it back. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. why I'm going last. That's why I'm going slide. last because of the Sunday slide. If you are in the f- front three rows, you will be issued plastic covering because that is the splash zone. I mean, ha- are you familiar with Gallagher? Right. Um, Which one? Ooh, there's there's going to be watermelons. Yeah, the watermelon Gallagher. Yeah. There's Which one? Gallagher? There's two. What? There's two Gallaghers with watermelons? Yes, because his brother decided he wanted to be Gallagher and started doing it, and then Gallagher one got mad and like sued him or something. That's fair. And Aww, then Gallagher two comes family. in and has to be Gallagher two. So there is literally two water smashing, watermelon smashing Gallaghers. I got some of that wrong, I'm so, sure. So we actually but have <laughs> we actually have Gallagher three point one four. Oh. Nice. The unknown Gallagher. Yes, um, the unnameable yeah, watermelon. The unnameable <laughs> Gallagher. Um, well, we're making it sound. This play is actually quite spooky. It is. We've, we've done a lot of work to make it with, with the actors and the set and the lighting and the mood. And mm-hmm. I'll just say a quick word about the sound design, Jet, Jet which I, sound I did. Yeah, so I'm um, excited about so that. We've, I enlisted. Um, family or adopted family to help out with this. So I had, I brought Jed in on sound design and then um, my daughter is doing the painting effects and yeah. the makeup. I like that she's over there. She just made a little hand gesture. Like, yeah, like they can see her. She's the back here on the couch is, yeah. doing what um, somewhat adult children do when their moms are on podcasts. <laughs> um so but yeah, it, um, it's immersive. The audience is in the middle of the action. Yeah. I'm actually super excited to see this. We've got spooky up, yeah. lights and effects, and um, and, two, and, and my cast is brilliant. And, and yeah. um, my cast has made directing very easy. Uh, we are going to bring you. you into a world, and we've worked really hard to make you uncomfortable. I hope so because. Um, 
and not there's not a, in there's a, a Lovecraft. Yeah, but it, it, and it's just an uneasy things are wrong. Yeah, way. some things are a wrong. little off kilter. Um, yeah, there's a Lovecraft. Where the best horror goes, lives. <laughs> something to opinion. the effect of fear is the strongest emotion, and and the Fear's the, the greatest. Uh, something about the greatest fear is the unknown. So, um, I, I don't know what else to say about it other than come so, watch it. Yes, it's, please do. <laughs> Who's so, in your cast? I, my, I, my cast is Scott Miller, who we last saw on stage as Big Daddy in Cat mm-hmm. on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm-hmm. Tyler Sparks, who was also in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Yeah, he was one of the the help. Yeah, he was he was, he was Lacey. Show, it was was he the family he was, chauffeur? He was yeah, yeah Lacey. My car, right up, yeah. It did, I left the thing up and the storm came and yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and you had the keys. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. we are all cat alumni here at the table. Yes. Oh. I'm not. You're in, well. You were around. I was around. Yeah. You yeah. had to help us with the podcast. You saw it. I, I am around. I am around in some capacity for pretty much every show. <laughs> you did this show, podcast. So. Yeah, I did I podcast. That was the last podcast I was we in. We do all the. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that one was much more. Yeah. On brand and well, not on brand. I was off brand by talking about the show instead mm. of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> we have been much more tangential in this uh, yes. episode. But um, uh, yeah, Tyler was. In cat, and then I have um, Cecilia Goad, who is the belle of the ball for these one acts, mm-hmm. and she, she's in Jeremy's as well. Yes, she's yeah. in Jeremy's as well. So she's in three of the four. And, so, I, and I do need to go back because I didn't mention all my cast. Oh, I mentioned Cecilia and Chelsea, um, but also um, Austin Owens. Oh, is yeah, in it. he is fantastic in this. Um, Pierce LaPation, of course, is amazing. Yeah, Pierce is good. And um, a newcomer, uh, Bruce Calvary. Oh. Um, he's he's really impressed me, and I know he is now in Mike's uh, upcoming production. And so oh. we're excited to have new blood here. Mm-hmm. Nice. So he's in the one axe, and then he's going to go straight into Apple of His Eye, yep. the first show of the season. Nice. See, so get now- in. Once you're in, your family. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now that we've taken some time to get around to Gloria's show, tell us about the show that doesn't have CZ in it. <laughs> but it has Pierce. It does have Pierce. <laughs> yes. Has Pierce. Lots of crossover, lots of busy actors running yes. back and forth in this time around. Um, mine is In the Tank, which, as the title suggests, it takes place in a tank. Mm. Not the cool Not a Sherman tank. tank. Yeah, not a. But just the average restaurant kind of fish tank. Which they have, you know, dinner waiting for everybody, and you can come pick out your own lobster and stuff like that. Right. I'm not quite sure if they still do that. I know it was a huge thing, like I mean, in yeah. the 80s. Yeah, I remember it being it's a thing when I was a there. kid. I don't know but... if you can pick the lobsters out of it, though. Yeah. I haven't been to sure. Red Lobster in a while, but mm-hmm. last time I was, there was a tank there, and it's like there was lobsters in it. <laughs> so I imagine they're not just. I would like that one, please. The pets. <laughs> I mean, just I, to appeal I, to your I am, I'm aware that they exist, but I would never pick a lobster yeah. out of a tank. No, no, to no. Eat. no, 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 no. I don't even pick the steak out of the window when I go to Red Lobster. Oh, I know. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I just no. stay like, away from things that just, come out of the ocean. Well, yeah, me too. My problem, big problem with a lobster, other than not liking the taste of seafood, is that I don't want you <laughs> to bring one. me a plate. Something with a bug on it, a uh, giant that is a bug. It's a giant sea bug, and it yeah, should not be my... consumed. Also, I don't want to see my food alive five minutes before mm. I eat it. 
And even if it is not the lobster from the tank, it could be the lobster from the tank. And now, if you just bring me a cut of meat, I can disassociate it from whatever yeah. I saw a little yeah, while yeah, ago. I can, put, I can do popcorn the trim. Cow, yeah, totally. That's about yeah. My my wife is Filipino, and, and she'll have this plate of just like <laughs> it's like those are bugs. You're sticking bugs in your mouth. It's gross. Stop it. Also, they smell bad. Seafood is terrible. Yes, seafood is terrible. <laughs> I love seafood. She does too. No. It's I hate it so much. I like I just I have a hard. Well, time. you're gonna love this, Walk, Jed. Walking, walking down the aisle, the the seafood <laughs> section of H E B, I just start gagging. I oh get, my god! It's so terrible. Well, it's you awful. won't gag at these lobsters because your actors do not actually smell like lobsters. <laughs> I hope no, not. They don't. <laughs> you have please, I have take been a shower before baby. coming. To, I did see though that they have really cool lobster claws that they they're wearing. Do, they yeah. do. And, uh, There's a sneak tease of this on our Instagram if oh. you want to go take a look at ACT Abilene. Anyway, tell us more about your show before uh, yeah, we've so rudely like interrupted said, it has, you. It has Pierce, and then it has uh, Sparkle Mitchell. Um, I worked with Sparkle a long time ago with both of my children and in Christmas and Terminal B. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At ALT. Yeah. 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 Um, and Which and Adam with was this in. fine gentleman yeah. across from me, too, with Adam. Yep. Um, that was a really fun show. I was. didn't get to see it because I was in Terminal A at that, I remember that. You were, because we, we, yeah, we, cause we all, we were there seeing the show, and what? I think we were texting. We, we were all there, and she it. was actually stuck at it. It was not an immersive theater experience. <laughs> she was, she was. We were was, all, we were all there waiting for the yeah. show to start, and we're texting her, and she, and she isn't going to make it because she is literally stuck in an airport. Flight. So wow. she's going to miss the show where you guys are stuck in an airport. My flight got canceled out of Dayton, and I had to wait 24 hours yeah. to catch another the oh same flight, the same time slot, six o'clock. It's the last flight out of Dayton to DFW, and uh, so when the show was on. Because of the time difference, I was just landing at DFW and waiting for my plane to Abilene. Wow. So, yeah, I was in Terminal A. Nice. That's kind of funny. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> We're doing so nice connection. We're really doing a terrible job of letting you talk oh, about yes, your I show, know, and yes, I'm yes, so yes. sorry. Yes. It is so late. So, tank, okay, there tank, are tank. lobsters in a tank okay, yes. at a restaurant. So, Pierce is a lone lobster, mm -hmm. living his life alone, trying to stay out of the way of the cooks and right. everything and people who want to eat him. And uh, in drops Sparkle, who her name is Angela in the show, and she is a new lobster from out of town. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She used to... <laughs> new she in used town. To, <laughs> she used to be like I'm a pet. New in town. She used to be like a pet, which... That's where, you know, it's kind of, if you think about it, it's kind of sad because she's yeah. been a pet her whole life and, and had all this opportunity to learn stuff and be around things. And now she's going to get <laughs> cooked and eaten. And that, yeah, so it's kind of sad. But you probably won't think of that when you're watching it because it'll be too funny and you'll be too busy laughing. You are coming right off of mine, though. Yeah. <laughs> is yours a comedy or is yes. this? Okay, because it's a comedy in oh, that Cohen fashion. It's okay. <laughs> so yours are, I, I was, I was so. I I billing both of your shows okay, as comedies. Yeah. I wanted to, okay. Yeah. And so, but you know, it has that darker thing. If you really yeah, think about it, it's like, uh, that, like that's kind of messed up. So we're, yeah, we're going for the audience is watching the show, laughing, having a great time, and then when the actors go off, they're like, wait a minute, oh, yeah. wait, they're <laughs> laughing at us about to die. Why? <laughs> yeah. So oh. it's 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 really cute. They both bring a lot of really good energy to it. 
Um, I couldn't be more thrilled with the casting and very just, you know, we've just been open to suggestion and let's try this and let's see if this works and this works. And so everything has been great and they didn't really have a problem with the claws, though I did tease them a lot about that. I was going to make them a whole lobster costume out of oh, red, nice. out of red plastic plates. Yeah. Because it is on Pinterest. You can go to Pinterest no, and look it up. No. Uh, not too late. It's not too late. You can. I mean, you, can you would come, have to work really hard, but you can, if you come can do to it. the theater in your own costume that you made out of the red plastic plates. We'll take a picture with you. Okay? Yes, totally. Yes, um, we will. But I have been threatening them with the most horrific lobster costumes ever. Like I, I, I send them to them all the time. Every time I find one, and you like, need to be like, <laughs> like you know, now that we're so close to the show, they'll think, oh, she was kidding. We won't. But then, like on dress rehearsal, like night before opening, you're like, no, here are the costumes. Here's your plates. <laughs> you the, Here's your plates, kid. Does anybody have a red blanket that you can borrow and just hang it backstage and like? Arrange it with some safety pins and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and like some felt <laughs> googly eyes or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because there's a joke. With, <gasps> I should tell them they're going to have to glue googly eyes to like to their forehead or something. And then, and then do the whole play like this. Yes. <laughs> so a night of one act. So night it's going to be August 15, 16, 17. Which the shows are going to be great. Um, yeah. You are going to have a fantastic time. If you You're going to feel a lot of different emotions. Yeah, about 15% of what we talked about actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> we did to, that with... But you have to come and filter through it. Yes. So, mm-hmm. night of one act. As this show comes out, uh, night of one act opens Thursday, the 15th, 16th, 17th at 7.30? Yes. At 7.30. Over here, not that you can see where we are, but in the ACT2 black box, which is right next door to the main stage. Big old wood pile there. Yeah. Fewer yeah. potholes. Yes. Yep. Yes, yes. You, you get the good wood chip smell. That the and there is air conditioning. So, yeah. so nice even cool just for here. that, five bucks. Free air conditioning. Four yeah. shows, five bucks. Five yeah. bucks at the yeah. door. Cash or check gets you... Four shows covering a wide range of emotions and air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And crustaceans. I will promise that my show yes. does not have jump scares. Yes. Unless you're just prone to just randomly jumping. Right. In but, your but, but, yeah. The, the, it is a little spooky, but it, I cannot guarantee that the lobsters will not talk about you. They might. Right. Because, so you that's know, fair. Lobsters. Fairly warned. You know they're, how lobsters they're are. They're mouthy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that? Just like, you know how lobsters, you know, lobsters. You know how yeah. lobsters are. You, you've had a lobster before, just right? Yeah, yeah. You know what they're it. like. <laughs> lobsters. Get it? If you ask marine biologists, that is what they say about lobsters. Just talking Talk all the time. Yeah. We just won't shut up. They won't. Yeah. Which is like us at this table. Until they're on ice. Where Until lobsters kill belong. Them. Yeah. This is the most <laughs> random podcast. <laughs> Fantastic. We need to do every podcast. They're made like screaming. From here on. You know, of all the ones we didn't do a haunted doll watch. Oh, we should. Uh, we don't. Have I have the doll. doll watch. I'll go get her. Oh god. I will go get Darcy right now. Oh god. Darcy is horrifying. <laughs> we'll have to, I'll, we'll I'll have to hide her on the stage. For I will, can we put her in the tank? She could just be like in the in my floating tank. in the tank. Yeah, people floating are genuinely tank. terrified of Darcy. She lives in my kitchen. It's a doll that I ha- I've had since I was like eighteen months old. And she spent a lot of time outside in the backyard too. And your daughter's like gagging and saying, No, no, no. All the more reason to do it. She's life size, she wears baby clothes. And she's like toddler size and uh, um 
Yes, let's drop her in the tank. So yeah. she, the she lobsters can play with her. Rocker in my kitchen. And I love it when people find her without <laughs> without her being like I, most people will like you've got to come see this doll it's so hideous and scary but I love it when people genuinely turn around and go ah! well because I think if you sit there say, if you build up like the horrifying doll she has then people go in Looking. geared up and prepared yeah, for yeah. and 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 so they're it's like was the, uh, the the I don't remember who was talking about it but the principle that of, of not seeing something is always, which that's actually what plays into what, what your my, show is about. But the about, principle yeah. of not seeing something is always so much worse than yeah, than seeing it, it because because yeah. like you can be watching a movie and there's something scratching behind the door and it's terrible. But when they open the door and it's an eight foot cockroach, your brain doesn't freak out about it. Your brain says, "Oh God, I thought it was going to be a twenty foot cockroach." No, no, no. You my know? brain would freak exactly. out that there was an eight foot cockroach right, and right, I would yes. be burning down. The but house. then even <laughs> then, if they if they do that later and they show you the but twenty yeah, foot cockroach, true. your brain still says, yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be yeah. a 50 Your brain will make up the you know? worst thing. Your brain is your, your, brain is your yeah. worst enemy. Could. And that's why, that's why fear yeah. of the unknown is such a yeah. beautiful thing. And, and that's that, why you that's have what, to see my show. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of horror that we're dealing with in The Enable. This isn't, this isn't people jumping out at you and saying boo and swinging a machete at you. It's, no, there's no chainsaws. Yeah. Um, <coughs> there may be one in the tank. Oh. <laughs> no, Maybe every idea that we reject the other shows is going into the tank. Everything's in the tank. Just with throw a it lot. In there. Um, yeah. Pierce and Sparkle are going to be able to move. A They're radio. just going to have junk piled around. <laughs> Somebody can chuck a radio in there. Yes. Get like electrocuted. Uh, that's how the show ends. Yeah. <gasps> yes. Somebody throws a toaster into the that's tank. Right. Will it be you? <laughs> audience participation. <laughs> yeah, those are toasters. And the toaster yeah. goes toasters. to yeah, the patron in seat A3. A3, come A3, up and throw the cheese toaster, toaster into the uh, throw it into the tank. And we'll give you a spatula. There you go. Yes. <laughs> to pry up the uh, lobsters with. All right, this seems like a good place as any to sign off and uh, say. Yeah. Thanks for sticking everybody. with us this long. If you have stuck with us this long, please come tell us after um, after one of our shows and. I don't know. Yeah, we, we don't have anything to reward you with, but it would really make our day if you come up and tell us that you listen to our... Yeah, what's a secret word we can be like, oh, do you know the secret word? Or in case they're like, oh, I listened to the whole thing. The oh, did you? Void. What's the secret word? What is word? the secret word? Mm, what secret void should we come up with? Darcy. Darcy. Yeah, there we go. The sure. secret void is Darcy. <laughs> yeah, keep, the secret void. I want to keep I'm tapping off my uh, cigar like Groucho yeah. Marx. And we get people coming up, Darcy, we're like, Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah. you know you're in the, the secret <laughs> club. You're in the, you're You'll be in the, the cool club. kids. Yeah, yeah. Kids definitely club. be in the cool club. The well, yeah. cool kids club. Welcome to secret club. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Bye.